Welcome to Movie House, a weekly production of Delta College Public Radio. I'm your host, Donnie Winter. Godzilla is easily one of the most prolific and iconic characters in pop culture. Spanning 38 films, 33 Japanese, and 5 American productions, Godzilla has stomped into theaters and living rooms for nearly 70 years since its inception in the 1954 film Gojira. This year, the newest entry in the franchise has rather unexpectedly topped the American box office, the film Godzilla Minus One, directed by Takashi Yamazaki. Thanks to near-universal critical acclaim and strong word of mouth, it's already the highest-grossing Japanese live-action film released of all time in the United States, having topped over $50 million overall in the box office against a less-than-$15-million-dollar budget. Numbers and critics aside, what's made this Godzilla film soar to number one in the box office thrice thus far? Let's just say there are numerous reasons. Spoilers impending. First and foremost, Godzilla Minus One does one thing no other Godzilla films have done in their entirety, which is have the film setting placed in post-World War II Japan. This takes Godzilla back to its roots as a specter of nuclear trauma harbored by Japan after the attacks on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. In fact, this echoes back to Gojira 1954, considering that film weaves a horrifying narrative centering Godzilla as a metaphor for nuclear destruction and humanity's flaws in playing God. Godzilla Minus One takes place in the mid to late 40s during what many refer to as one of the darkest points in Japanese history since it illustrates the devastation left behind after the war. Even though we don't actively see war throughout the film, it remains as almost an unspoken character in the background looming much as Godzilla does. The film follows the main character Koichi Shikajima, a former kamikaze pilot who flees the war feigning technical issues with his plane. The movie follows his journey, surviving an early Godzilla attack, navigating his survivor's guilt after the war, and his hesitation to build family connections with two other characters as a result of his trauma. In the dystopian remains of Tokyo, he creates a home for two strangers he meets, a street thief and an orphan child. He gains employment detonating minefields in the Pacific where he re-encounters an evolved Godzilla mutated by the Bikini Atoll nuclear test. The fear and grief each character experiences are palpable, creating the most emotionally aware characters audiences have ever seen in a Godzilla film. Of course, Godzilla eventually attacks Tokyo, laying waste to the Ginza district beneath the black rain of his nuclear fallout. It takes the ingenuity of Japanese citizens mobilizing former military personnel to defeat Godzilla, culminating in a heroic redemption arc for the main character, Shikajima, who strikes the final blow. Like many Godzilla films prior, while the ending seems celebratory, an ominous threat still looms. Is Godzilla actually dead? Now, it isn't a proper review without talking about the main star of the film, Godzilla. This incarnation of the character is truly terrifying, whether it's the pre-mutated version at the beginning or the post-irradiated atomic horror we see later in the film. What makes Godzilla spellbinding is that the audience never knows its motivation. It reacts out of pure malice and fascination, treating the human forces it encounters like insects. The special effects are top-notch, rivaling the biggest Hollywood blockbusters, particularly the ocean scenes featuring Godzilla giving chase to a boat, a nod to Jaws. 
My own bias aside, considering I'm a Godzilla fan, this film exceeded all my expectations, and its resounding success seems to validate that. In a time where many are feeling exhausted by action movies, Godzilla Minus One reminds us how versatile and engaging Godzilla continues to be as a pop cultural icon. Movie House is a production of Delta College. I'm Donnie Winter of Delta's Arts and Letters Division. Tune in next week for another new review. You can find past episodes of Movie House at deltapublicmedia.org and wherever you get your podcasts. Also, check out my own podcast on YouTube, Growing Up With Godzilla, a series where I sit down and talk with other Godzilla fans about how we've grown with the character and franchise over the years. Thank you.